This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. On the night of the U.S. presidential election, one of Facebook's former product designers turned to Facebook to vent about what has become one of the most hot-button issues in America. The fact that the social media platform may have helped inaccurate and partisan news stories reach more voters, setting the stage for Donald Trump's victory. You may have come across some of those fake stories, like the one reporting that the Pope endorsed Trump. He didn't. These stories look legit. Sometimes they come from made-up news sites like the Denver, the Denver Guardian, which bills itself as Denver's oldest news source. It's not. What is scarier still? In the run-up to the election, more readers shared or liked fake news stories than real ones from traditional media. Uh, so what is this phenomenon? all about. Uh, it really seems to have fueled uh, this election. And uh, is this something that we have to worry about here? Uh, right now, I'm on the line with John Fraser. He's the former editor of Saturday Night Magazine, the former master of Massey College, and now president and CEO of the National News Media Council of Canada. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, how are you? Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. So what do you make of this phenom? Well, we're watching it, obviously. It hasn't so much weird its head in Canada. But, um, you know, what happens south of the border works its way up here one way or another. Um, and it's clearly, um, it's clearly almost inevitable because the dividing line between actual news and, and phony news is part of the reality of what Facebook I'm not Facebook, sorry, um, but social yes, media. Yes, Facebook. <laughs> Facebook as well. It was the particular item. But, but social media itself is uh, this extraordinary, wonderful thing that also has a dark side, like most things. And the dark side here is, is just massively dispersed wrong information. And so um, you, you hope there's people that understand how to separate it, but... But um, I think it definitely, I believe, it's helped elect um, a certain, certain choice in the American presidential election. It's, it's, um, it's alarming to anyone that's been brought up on traditional news media, which, which has, if it's newspapers you're referring to, it has the fairly alarming new uh, mo moniker, um, uh, um, heritage media, which just about makes my skin crawl, but there you go. Well, it's it's interesting. It's not uh, just necessarily that people can't necessarily distinguish. Is is do they even care? Uh, I mean, I think that that one of the things that's been happening is that uh, people are kind of branding traditional media as elitist, and um, uh, you know, it's kind of a reaction against Donald Trump was very successful in blaming the media for yeah, a lot of yeah, things yeah, for sure um so i mean i think the real problem is that people don't necessarily care i mean this year's winning word from the oxford dictionaries group is is 
post-truth, and it's defined as circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than emotional appeals. In other words, the facts don't really matter to people. Um, and, you know, I'm wondering, I also want to hear from our, our listeners, uh, do the facts matter to you or uh, is it more, you know, um, the emotional appeal or if you have a, a sense of something um you know it was yeah. one of the one of the takes on donald trump was that the people who voted for him took him seriously but they didn't take him literally that's true um and and one thing um the traditional media need, needs to do some soul searching over is that they did not get the degree of of um um protest that was out there which which transcended the truth um that really wasn't covered properly, and that's part of the reason there was so much shock at what happened. Um, the, so the, the, the other equation of that line you just said uh, was the people that, that didn't like Trump um, didn't take him seriously, but they took what he said seriously. So that, that's the obverse of, 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 um, of what you had just said. So that, that is a fault of the traditional media. On the other hand, the traditional media has no other choice but to struggle towards giving factual information and, and avoiding um, misleading the public, and they have to keep doing that. And, and it's up against, up against this phenomenon of image. It's, it's very close to Big Brother being able to manipulate people's minds because because the uh, the message is more important than than the reality or the truth, and I don't want to start throwing labels around. But there was someone who once said, "The bigger the lie, the more people will believe it," and that gets into question of public credulity and what people want to hear, and it has also to do with the larger picture of what where society is at a particular moment, um, who's hurting, who's not hurting, who's angry, um, and, and then, then propaganda services. Okay. It's, it's um, a huge, huge issue, eh? Okay, John, uh, we have time for one quick call before we have to switch gears. We've got Alan Branford. Hi, Al. How are you doing there? Fine. How are you? Listen, my take on this thing was the whole U.S. media was behind Hillary. There was nothing countering anything that she was saying or the media was saying. So I guess the small guys or the other guys went to the Internet to do or to counter it. I know we didn't get anything different up here. Right. Um, but but yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but, a, but a lot of the things that was said on social media simply were not true. Well, an awful lot of the things that were said in the in the uh, conventional media was definitely not true either. Oh, such as no comments made about that. So, I'm just saying there's two sides to every story, but we never get the full story of both sides. Right. Do you have an example of of one of the things that was said a lot in traditional media that was not factual? Well, when we'll go back to the Liberal Party in Canada here, when when uh, pardon me, Christian said the truth may be the truth, but that does not always work to be saying it. Okay. That's Christian. That was that, Mr. That, Christian, that, that, the, the Prime Minister of Canada, in an interview out west. <laughs> that was a good quote. That's a good quote. But it doesn't prove your point, sir, I'm afraid. It, it proves the opposite. Yeah, so, I, but again, is there any, was there any big lie uh, in the coverage of Hillary Clinton? I, I understand that you feel it was biased, but, but was there anything that a traditional media outlet reported that was out and out uh, Completely a fabrication. Mm -hmm. Al oh, Al's gone. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a complicated question to answer. We, we've got stuff out today on these two guys down in Long Beach that, that have a happy time just turning out fake stories. They're doing very well. They're doing very well uh, being paid for the ads. But uh, anyway, John, uh, this is a fascinating topic. We're going to have to return to it. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.